G'day, it's Ben Davis. Thanks for catching up on Mornings here on SENQ. But you know what? You can also catch up some great content with other SEN shows, such as Brekkie with Patty and Heels, The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp, all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, sit back and enjoy and make sure you tell your mates. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. I do like the Lions theme song. I know it's the French national anthem. It might actually be a little bit uh, rude to use it, but I still think the team songs are fantastic. And that is the Brisbane Lions theme, of course. Let's hope it's ringing out late on Saturday afternoon. It's not ringing out at the moment at Springfield, but uh, we've dragged him away from the sausage sizzle, which uh, he is in the queue for, Ben Davis. How are you, mate? <laughs> Uh, mate, I'm waiting for that sausage. Very well, Mark. Thank you for slipping on a brown with me this morning. It's been uh, an absolutely sensational week so far. That just got bigger last night when Lockie Neal uh, shocked himself. <laughs> had 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 no inkling it was coming. In fact, he said to me on the red carpet yesterday when I, I put it to him that he was a smoky. There was a late word around that that he could charge home. And he looked at me side eyed and just went, "Benny, you're kidding yourself." So it's it's been a, a not a night of so much sleeping for uh, for many of the team. Locking himself, but. Uh, in the next 10 minutes, they'll be running out onto uh, Springfield Oval here, where, or Michael Voss Oval at Springfield, the Brighton Homes Arena, where we'll, I'm looking around. It's hard to judge, but I, I, there are easily a couple of hundred people here. Not, not as much, I would have thought, as Red Hill yesterday, but it's a much bigger space. It's an oval, so they're spread out. It's, uh, it's, uh, I'm just looking now. I thought that, no, I thought the boys were about to come out, so you'll hear the cheers and everything going on, but... Um, Mate, it's, uh, it's been a, a fantastic 24 hours. It's just going to get uh, even bigger for the Lions. Yeah, and look, Springfield's a bit harder to get through for people, say, on the north side of Brisbane than Red Hill uh, would be for those on the south side to get to, to Red Hill. So I think it's understandable there might be less people at uh, Springfield than Red Hill. But what? Uh, so they're training today, the Brisbane Lions. You'll be keeping an eye on Jack Payne, no doubt. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, number 40 uh, he is, uh, will be the, the first time that we'll see him run in a full capacity. This time last week was the first time we saw him out of a moon boot. Uh, I think I even made the remark then that he was jogging a bit like me. He, he looked about that fitness level. Um, he, he came through on Thursday behind closed doors. We, we couldn't see how much he was able to run during that fitness test, but he obviously failed. Chris Fagan has made no qualms about it. He will not take injured players into finals. He said that's just something he will not do. Uh, so this uh, this opportunity, and Thursday's going to be the one for, for Jack Payman. They do train at the Gabba again behind closed doors, whether they make the call on that. But the, the next man up, or I think uh, it was said yesterday by Danny Daly, the general manager of football, the next soldier up. That has been their mentality all year. And, and the way Darcy Gardner came in and, and floored the uh, Carlton forwards, he, he did a, a pretty reasonable job on, on Charlie Kerno, didn't he? It, it was only his third game of senior footy for the year. He had an injury-interrupted year, but 
Darcy Gardner came in and did that job. If Jack Payne doesn't get up, he'll do it again in the grand final and we'll have no qualms about it, neither will his teammates. So if Jack Payne is 100% fit, there's no question that uh, he doesn't play like he'll be selected despite the fact that Darcy played so well. Payne's been there for most of the year and done the job. He'll only miss out if he's not 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the indication that, that we're getting. And, and, you know, he has had a breakout year, Jack Payne. Um, he has kept some of the, the best talent in forward lines uh, so far. I mean, what, what he did on Charlie Curnow in round eight, uh, that was his best game ever. We're talking a guy who's kicked 80 goals this season, the Coleman medalist, and Jack Payne kept him to one goal and just 10 touches. So that, that was round eight, and he's grown considerably since then. He's a big unit. He is, he is, you know, to take on those Collingwood forwards as well, who will be depleted because there's no Dan McStay there. But, um, yeah, Jack Payne, just with the body of work that he has already done this year, would be the, the man to, to come in and, and take his spot in that, in that back line. So what does the week look like for the Brisbane Lions, Ben? Yeah, well, today is the Soak It Up day, the embracing the entire grand final feel out here at Springfield, the, the, the first... And their only session that we'll get to see them uh, in the flesh in Brisbane. Uh, tomorrow is the day off. So they've been really, really keen on making this as normal as possible, if you can ever do that, in grand final week. So it's that fine balance of embracing, but also keeping a normal routine. This is their big uh, training. This is their first training session of the week since they played Carlton. A day off tomorrow, and then they'll train and have their main session behind closed doors at the Gabba tomorrow morning. Once that happens... They're on a bus heading to the airport, charter flight down to Melbourne, and that's when they hunker down. A captain's run on Friday at the MCG early, 9 o'clock, before the parade. And that will be the final touches and the final preparations for them. Then they'll get in and and jump into the the grand final parade, which returns to the cars, the open. I think they're they're Utes this year. Why wouldn't it be a Ute? They've scrapped the boats, and they will then kick into... Uh, grand final parade mode, uh, see the fans with the cup uh, near the uh, near City Hall and then it's all all bunkered down, hunkered down and ready to roll on Saturday. Back to, to Lockie Neal. First of all, with his shoulder, there was yeah. a little bit of discussion after the game on Friday night. Chris Fagan said, well, he gave me a hug uh, after the game. It didn't seem to be a problem there. He didn't have a problem last night putting the, the Brownlow medal around his neck. Uh, <laughs> word is that uh, he's 100% okay. Is there any question mark about that shoulder at all? No, not at all, Mark. But we know at this time of year that, that that no player is really not carrying something, some sort of niggle. So, Lockie Neal, I mean, whilst it's sore, he, he's done all the right protocols. They, he has the ice compression. It's a, The things they do these days, I remember, Mark, back in our day, yes, I'm putting you in that category with me, that you'd have to get up at night and, and, and mm. put ankles in buckets of water and ice at three, four in the morning. How you do that with a shoulder. But they've now got machines that are almost like a compression wrap that has cold water ice water going through it so he basically puts a uh, 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 strapping almost like um like you take your blood pressure it's, it's that type of device that you put that around whatever body part you have and it cycles through cold or ice water through that so it's it's almost like having a heat pack or a cold pack in reverse and you sleep on it so you don't have to wake up through the night to change it over and that's what he's been doing for sunday night and monday night um that is normal part of what they do on a week-to-week basis that's the extent of locking Neal's shoulder injury um we'll see how freely he moves out at training so he won't be doing any contact but you know what today's really not about contacts at all 
uh, it's it's really just to to stretch the legs to to uh, get the juices flowing and and open up after what was a, a, a bloody great comeback on Saturday at the Gamma. And uh, a magnificent night last night. We'll come back to you a little bit later <laughs> in the show, Ben, to see how they train. But I want to get your thoughts just before I let you go. I know you're really busy. Uh, a lot of controversy after Lockie's win, particularly that round where he picked up the three points and Charlie Cameron didn't with the seven goals. I made the point earlier in the program uh, before we joined you that if you want to analyse game by game, you might be able to pick up a point or two across the whole season where the, hmm. the votes were incorrect. This one does stand out, but I think Lockie Neal showed across the season that he's a worthy Brownlow medalist. Well, exactly right. And he addressed that. He was asked that about the, the, that Giants game. Were you surprised? Said, yeah, I was. I mean, you know, m- maybe one vote, um, you know, maybe none. But he said also there was games in the middle of the year where he thought he played really well, where he didn't pick up votes at all. So that's the Brownlow medal count. He mm. swings and roundabouts. So he was he was comfortable with the way that played out. But the one thing I did ask him, and I do remember this, Mark, from, from 2001 when, when Acker won, our, uh, won Brisbane's Brownlow heading into a grand final, the first time that had happened. He felt, and he described it as the Superman complex, where he felt that I'm, I'm the best player in the game. I'm not thinking that. That's what I've been awarded. So I have to go out and do everything in a grand final. And Acker said he was running around like a madman for three quarters, just trying to do everything. It's, and he called it the Superman complex. I put that to Lockie Neal. He said, nah. He said, that's that's by no means on my radar. He said, just have a look at the last two finals we played against. I have not been the best player in the field at all, and we've won. So I don't feel like I need to get out there and roll into everything and make sure I'm kicking goals and getting 40 touches. So uh, Lockie Neal, nothing will change. He did say, um, no way I'm in the class of like an Adam Goods or a uh, uh, Gary Ablett Jr. and the other dual Brownlow medalists. He said, these are legends of the game. And he said, no way do I fit in their stratosphere in breathing the same air. But he does. Yes, he, he does. Is, yeah, he does. Yeah, absolutely he does. does. And he'll he'll certainly uh, cement that spot if he can pick up a, a premiership medal on Saturday, mate. No question. I'll let you get back to your sausage sizzle and we'll talk to you a little bit later when the boys are out on the paddock. Thanks for mining the shop for me. I really appreciate it. It's going to be a big week. Brisbane celebrate, drink it in, soak it up. The Lions and the Broncos. Good on you, mate. Ben Davis out there at Springfield. The Lions about to take to the track for their uh, first public training session of the week and their last public training session of the week, as Ben mentioned. They then go behind closed doors for the captains uh, for their final run on Thursday uh, in Brisbane at the Gabba before heading to the airport to head down to Melbourne for the grand final on Saturday. We're going to check the news headlines. Brent Tate coming up soon as well. It's 26 and a half to 10.